Good morning for Friday, June 23, 2017. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here is what's making news on the front page. Senate health bill has Medicaid cuts. Pelosi to critics, I think I'm worth the trouble. And plan that shifts dollars from poor to rich. In today's national headlines, insurers battle families on dystrophy drug. Trump says he did not tape Comey conversations. And Cosby plans series of speeches on sex assault issues. In today's business headlines, Gulf Airlines seeks stake in American Airlines. Buffett comes to aid of Canadian mortgage lender. And Big Spender's shares plunge after China warns of risks. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Washington. Senate health bill has Medicaid cuts. Reported by Robert Pear and Thomas Kaplan. Senate Republicans, who have promised a repeal of the Affordable Care Act for seven years, took a major step on Thursday toward that goal, unveiling a bill to make deep cuts in Medicaid and end the law's mandate that most Americans have health insurance. The bill would create a new system of federal tax credits to help people buy insurance, while offering states the ability to drop many of the benefits required by the Affordable Care Act, like maternity care, emergency services, and mental health treatment. But the bill landed in rough seas ahead of a vote that Senator Mitch McConnell of Kentucky, the majority leader, wants next week. Four conservative senators, Rand Paul of Kentucky, Ted Cruz of Texas, Mike Lee of Utah, and Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, announced that they would oppose it without changes, more than enough to bring it down. It does not appear this draft as written will accomplish the most important promise that we made to Americans, to repeal Obamacare and lower their health care costs, the four senators wrote in a joint statement. AARP, the American Hospital Association, the American Cancer Society Cancer Action Network, and the Association of American Medical Colleges expressed their own qualms. We're extremely disappointed by the Senate bill released today, the medical school group wrote. Despite promises to the contrary, it will leave millions of people without health coverage and others with only bare-bones plans that will be insufficient to properly address their needs. Once promised as a top-to-bottom revamp of the health bill passed by the House last month, the Senate bill instead maintains its structure with modest adjustments. The Senate version offers more financial assistance to some lower-income people to help them defray the rapidly rising cost of private health insurance. But the bill would also lower the annual income limit for receiving subsidies to cover premiums to 350% of the poverty level, or about $42,000 for an individual, from 400%. Older people could be disproportionately hurt because they pay more for insurance in general. Both chambers' bills would allow insurers to charge older people five times as much as younger ones. The limit now is three times. The Senate measure, like the House bill, would phase out the extra money that the federal government has provided to states as an incentive to expand eligibility for Medicaid. And it would put the entire Medicaid program on a budget, ending the open-ended entitlement that now exists. 
It would also repeal most of the tax increases imposed by the Affordable Care Act to help pay for expanded coverage. In effect, handing a broad tax cut to the affluent in a measure that would also slice billions of dollars from Medicaid, a program that serves one in five Americans. A capital gains tax cut for the most affluent Americans would be retroactive to the beginning of this year. Here is the second story on today's front page. Pelosi to critics. I think I'm worth the trouble. Reported by Jonathan Martin and Matt Flegenheimer. The House Democratic leader Nancy Pelosi strolled before the cameras on Thursday with defeat at her back, projecting a well-worn swagger, brash, defiant, more than a little off-key, as she insisted her moment had not passed. I think I'm worth the trouble, she said, parrying renewed questions from Democrats about her stewardship after another Republican congressional candidate, this time in Georgia, found success by making her moneyed liberal roots the centerpiece of the campaign. With six words, Pelosi, 77, demonstrated the self-assurance that has powered one of the most successful congressional leaders in the modern era. Yet, even as Democrats enjoy a surge of grassroots energy, members of Pelosi's own party are eager for her to give up her 15-year grip on power. She is the Democrat most crucial to determining whether her party can take back the House and torpedo President Trump's agenda, an avatar of the coastal excess that Republicans abhor and some progressives have come to view suspiciously in an age of ascendant populism. Everybody wants leaders, she said during an interview in which she was often as dismissive of critics in her own party as she was of the Republican opposition. Not a lot of people want to be led, she said. The Democrats' loss on Tuesday in Georgia illustrated how she has become a lightning rod for...